It's Patriots Week, Bills Mafia. Welcome to the Just Believe podcast, associated with full press coverage. And on this episode today, we're going to be talking about the Bills' arguably biggest matchup of the year, where they will travel to Foxborough up in uh, New England, where they, the Buffalo Bills will have a date with the 11-3 Tom Brady, Bill Belichick-led New England Patriots. Buffalo comes into this game at 10-4, one game right behind the New England Patriots. Both teams are playoff-bound. But now it's going to be a battle for the AFC East Division. Now, it sounds kind of weird to say. That has been said in a long time, but it's going to happen. Right now, it looks like the Patriots could lock up the division based on their schedule. But, hey, anything is possible on any given Sunday or, in this case, Saturday. So, game is on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. again in Foxborough. You can find the game on NFL Network. Last time that these two teams met, the Patriots won uh, 16-10. to Basically, the biggest highlights were uh, it was a blocked punt, uh, which was returned by Matthew Slater for a touchdown, and just the Patriots' defense. It was a defensive game between New England and Buffalo, except the Patriots' defense just made the bigger plays and the bigger crucial moments, and that's how they sealed that win, giving the Bills the first loss of the season back in Week 4. One thing to remember, Tom Brady, who you can argue is the owner of the Buffalo Bills, was limited to 150 passing yards, one interception, and he only completed 46% of his passes. And how does that happen? By playing good defense, and that's exactly what Buffalo did in Week 4, and that should be the game plan going into this Saturday. As you all know, Josh Allen, he's dramatically improved, but let's not forget, back in Week 4 was his worst game of the season. He completed 13 out of 28 passes, going for only 153 yards, no passing touchdowns. He did get a rushing touchdown off the quarterback sneak on the goal line, but he was sacked four times, he threw three picks, and then he was knocked out of the game after a questionable, what could be considered a head-to-head hit. Either way, it's over and done with. This That Patriots, that Patriots team won because of the defense and because they won the turnover battle 4-1. to one. Uh, Also, doesn't really help that Buffalo went four of, or sorry, 2 of 13 on third downs. What's interesting about, about this last game, the Bills had more yards. They had more time possession, but they had more turnovers, and that was the ultimate price that they paid, and that's how they lost this game. So before we go into this preview for this Saturday, a little bit on the injury report on both teams. For the Buffalo Bills right now, it was just reported that offensive tackle Tynan Secchi, who's missed the last four straight games with an ankle injury, is leaning towards to make it at number five. He is on the did-not-practice list once again, so the Bills could be without that potential rotational offensive lineman. And then you still have defensive tackle Corey Legion. He was limited practice. Uh, he missed this past Sunday's game against Pittsburgh, but he could be good to go. For the Patriots, the biggest thing that popped up for, in my opinion, is their cor- is their slot quarterback, Jonathan Jones. Now, Jonathan Jones, we mentioned this on the Lockdown Patriots podcast that my colleague Mike DeBate does on full press coverage. Jonathan Jones, really spectacular player. He's a key reason why this pass why this Patriots pass attack has gone very well outside of Stephon Gilmore. So if he's not good to go, this is a good advantage for the Bills to utilize that passing game and get these other receivers involved. So now to move forward, Saturday, 4.30, Foxborough again, find it on NFL Network. So since their week four loss against the Patriots, the Buffalo Bills offense They're averaging 315 total yards. They're only completing 37% of third down conversions. On fourth downs, only 44%. But this running game that they have established with rookie running back Devin Singletary and Frank Gore is what gets this offense to move the chains. Now, that's not to take any credit away from the passing game. 
Josh Allen has dramatically improved. He's cut down on turnovers. He's up the touchdowns. He's a better decision maker, and that's been shown this entire season through this entire stretch. Since then, the Bills are seven and three. Again, they're ten and four right now. They've won their pack. They've won seven games. Only lost three since their last meeting against New England. And what's interesting about this Bills offense is that when this unit is in the red zone, they complete it. They could, they get into the end zone sixty two percent of the time. So that is a fantastic stat to have, especially when you're going up against this elite Patriots defense who has seven touchdowns themselves. Again, this Patriots defense has seven touchdowns themselves so this offense will definitely have their hands full when you go to this bill's defense so this was the defense that has been roughing up all sorts of opponents this uh this entire season including brady himself like i said brady no more than 150 passing yards they picked him off in the end zone and he only completed 46 percent of his uh passes so that is definitely going to be a motivation to go for this defense they only allowed 292 total yards per game so if you balance it out just over 190 passing yards just over 100 rushing yards per game they are all top 10 stats in the entire league specifically they're the third ranked defense and it shows for because they go from the defensive line to the linebacker core to the no-fly zone in that secondary and they just make plays all around all 11 guys they do their job and they get the job done when you go from when you go from this front pass rush all the way up into the backfield, Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips look, currently leads the team in sacks at nine and a half. He's currently second at the defensive tackle position, right behind Los Angeles Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald. He is the one player I see getting the most interior pressure as well as stopping the run. So a big thing that I'm going to go into more about the game plan for a Buffalo potential victory, you have to get interior pressure. Now, what does that mean? Brady and that Patriots offense live off of the outside blitz. So you can have your DNs beat the tackles or just take one extra step outside. They've already got you beat because they can just step up in the pocket and just fire the pigskin. If you get into Brady's face and you cause him to either throw it away or throw it into a dangerous zone, that could lead to either a turnover, an incompletion, turnover on bounds. So Jordan Phillips, Ed Oliver, Starla Tulele, they're going to have their hands full. This Patriots offense is completely weak. I would say that they're – I would argue that they're one of the top 10 – I'm sorry, they're one of the bottom 10 offensive lines in the league. This is a perfect opportunity for the Bills defensive line to cause some wrecking havoc. When you go to the outside pressure, so like I said, even though you have to get the interior pressure, you still got to remain consistent on the outside. Shaq Lawson. My opinion, the most consistent pass rusher that the Bills have this year. He's got six and a half sacks. He's competing for a new contract this year. Since the Bills did not pick up his fifth-year option, obviously he's competing for a contract. And right now, he's playing like it. This is this is definitely be a big game for him. If he's able to get to Brady and bring him down and cause that pressure, that's just going to up his money come contract time. Even with even with just, with just Lawson, Trent Murphy, no... All of these guys who are going to be blitzing on the outside, you have to stay consistent. Take advantage that the Patriots have weak tackles. Isaiah Wynn, Marcus Cannon. Yeah, come on. this it, It's not that hard of a tackle. Again, easier said than done. But when you look at how the Patriots offensive line has done these this entire season, or specifically in the last couple of games that they've played, how can you not take advantage and bring Brady down to the ground minimum four times? In this game, when you go to the linebackers, 
Again, that 21-year-old stud, he's three months older than me. I still question where I went with my life because he clearly took the better path. No, I'm just kidding. But Tremaine Edmonds, he's the commander of that defense. Like I said, 21 years old. Matt Milano, the Boston College former player. Them two can stop the run. They can play excellent coverage. They're just two young playmakers sideline to sideline which and they're very versatile so the way that Sean McDermott amplifies his defense is to play multiple positions and play different types of schemes so you have to stop the run and you have to play coverage the Patriots live off of the quick slants the down and outs the down and ends very rarely do you see them chuck the ball down the field they can do that but they live off of those short yard gains which leads to first downs causing them to move the chains Edmonds and Milano are going to have their hands full as well. Now you go into the the best part of this Bills defense. The no-fly zone. Tredavious White, Levi Wallace, Michael Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Teron Johnson. Tredavious White. Now that's a name that is starting to come up recently. So he was listed as this AFC Defensive Player of the Week. We congrats to Tredavious for that accomplishment. He was also listed uh, as a uh, Pro Bowl member for in Orlando 2020. In fact, he would be the only one representing the Buffalo Bills. Tredavious White has six interceptions on the year. You know who else has six interceptions? New England Patriots corner, former Buffalo Bills cornerback, Stephon Gilmore. Now, I'm not going to take any credit away from Gilmore. Gilmore has turned himself into a lockdown corner. He has become the player in New England that he should have became in Buffalo. But times have changed. Buffalo has a young stud. New England's got kind of a young stud as well, more of a veteran process. They're both great. They're both locked down. If I'm Brady, I'm not throwing to White. If I'm out, I'm not throwing to Gilmore. That's just the game plan that you need to do. Jadavius White, keep doing what you're doing. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, play, play the backfield safely. Help, help with the coverage and help stop the run. Levi Wallace. Just got to keep improving. I know second-year corner out of Alabama, he's shown signs of potential. Like I said, he's the reason why that the Bills clinched the playoffs with his game-sealing interception last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So there's no doubt he's got the talent, but he's been beat a lot as well. I'm not going to deny that. So he could have his hands full depending on who he goes up against. And overall, this defense needs to do something that I haven't seen a lot, especially when they get past the first and second level. You need to learn. To wrap up in your tackling, this is a big man's, big boys, little, uh, big man's, big boys leak. You're not going to be able to bring down a 6'3", 220 receiver, a 6'0", 220-pound running back by just lowering your shoulder and trying to arm tackle them. You have to wrap up and you have to bring them down. You can't let them get those extra yards. So what should this game plan be? So the game plan for a Buffalo victory. Yeah, that's right. A Buffalo victory in Foxborough. I said it right now. Buffalo will beat New England. And they will. (laughs) It's funny. The motto I have. And I know that my colleagues, Ian Glennon and Mike DeBate, will like this. I'm using the Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman type of motto. New England will be beaten. Conquered. And victimized by this Buffalo Bills team. I'm, that's the model I'm living by. So definitely using the Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman term. But this game plan. One, 
consistent interior pressure. You get into Brady's face, you get the you get him frustrated, you get him angry, and you get him to make the crucial mistakes that will help this Bills offense set up for good field position. You shut down the run game between Sony Michelle, James White, Brandon Bold, whoever New England has running the ball, and you force Brady to throw into the no-fly zone. Bills offense, execute on third down, get the extra points, win the line of scrimmage, give Allen some time. Give Allen some time to throw the ball and make the play. While we like Allen running the ball and running for a first down, we want to see him pass for first down. We don't need to throw him, we don't need him to throw the ball 30 yards down the field every play. The Bills need to get the first downs. Like I said, Buffalo this year is only completing, or they're only converting on 37% of third downs. That's not necessarily good when you're going up against what is right now the number one statistically overall defense. And finally, protect the football. In their last meeting, Bills had four turnovers, three interceptions by Josh Allen and one crucial game-sealing interception for the Patriots by Matt Barkley. The Patriots win off of their opponent's mistakes. You cannot let this Patriots team go off and win just by turnovers when they lose in every other category. If you win the turnover battle, you win this game, and you fight for this AFC East division. So like I said, New England will be beaten, conquered, and victimized by this Buffalo Bills defense. It will set up the Bills offense to go far, to get in the end zone, and pull this upset one game away from the AFC East division title. Now, now I'm a little calm right now. <laughs> a little calm. If Buffalo wins out, New England loses out. They're going to have to. So Buffalo has to beat New England. They have to beat the Jets. And the Patriots need to lose against Buffalo. And they need... To lose to the Ryan Fitzpatrick-led Miami Dolphins team. If that scenario happens, which right now is listed at a 3% chance of going to Buffalo's favors, Buffalo not only gets the division, but they could get a first round bye. How cool would that be to see, seeing as how the Bills were not even predicted to go to the playoffs this year. But now they're two games away from getting 12 wins. They could be getting their 11th one this, this Saturday. So tune in. Remember, Saturday... 4.30 p.m. on the NFL Network. It's in Foxborough. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a battle. Get ready for a division, violent, physical matchup between the Bills and the Patriots. So, like I said, thank you for joining the Just Believe podcast. My name is Brandon Ray. I am the full press coverage managing editor for the Buffalo Bills. You can find my work on Twitter at Brandon underscore Ray 79. And to follow all Bills coverage and analysis, feel free to head over and follow the FPC Bills account at FPC underscore Bills. And Bills fans, let's do this. Go into Foxborough, beat the Emperor, and rise as the young Jedi who's going to come next. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, and go Bills. Yeah.